0: Welcome back guys to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio and in today's episode I have one of your favorite guests Sarah Bishop and we are going to be talking about trying this instead of that and this is going to be like a fitness edition and kind of honing in on some common trends that we see or I don't know things people gravitate towards and trying to steer them in a new direction.
1: Yeah a good podcast for the new year.
0: Yeah, we didn't want to do like a cheesy New Year one. We wanted to kind of put a twist on it. <laughs> okay. <Yes or> not. <laughs> right. No, I used to read books that would be like, try this, not that. And it was so easy for me to read. So I'm like, I guess this would be easy to like kind of grasp.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Do you want to kick it off?
0: Yeah. I created a list of a couple things I can think of off the top of my head. Um, the biggest one, which I, I do feel like this one is starting to die off finally, but would be instead of doing keto, try eating complex carbohydrates. That would be mine.
1: Yeah. I still, you still just get so many people that are just afraid of carbohydrates. And what I even see a lot of too is maybe their former keto. Um, So like they've kind of gotten away from the keto, but all their carbs come from like fruit and like, you know, squashes like like,
0: lingers, you know?
1: Yeah. Like vegetables, stuff like that. And like, people are afraid to like eat like white rice or potatoes or English muffins and stuff like that, that are actually, you know, really going to be supportive for your goals. Yeah. They'll look at like starches as like that cannot
0: happen. And there's a lot of great foods that are starchy based and like I eat rice every single day so it's just hard for me to comprehend now but I just think looking at the longevity of how long can you really sustain that um, because that is something where your body is so sensitive so instead of um, going with keto and even just practicing moderation and portion control that's a big issue of carbs is it's so easy to overconsume on them because they aren't super satiating like pairing it with like protein and fats so you could easily eat like tons of fruit and not be super full.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think you, you kind of nailed it though. It's like, people are afraid they don't trust themselves to practice that moderation. So it's like, let's just do keto or do a whole 30 or do something that really limits me. So that these are my only options, Mm -hmm. but eventually people with that type of mindset, oftentimes they swing kind of the other way. So instead of doing keto or instead of, you know, continuing falling in that trap, you know, work with a coach who can maybe help you reverse diet or help you kind of switch your macro ratio, because I don't think it's something you want to go zero to a hundred with. You want to kind of gradually make that shift, mm-hmm. but again, like just giving it a go and seeing how maybe your performance in the gym train changes, or, you know, that having that rice instead of your bowl of cauliflower rice, like wasn't all that bad, you know, and, and kind of living the tell living to tell the tale. Yeah.
0: Another one, this one is still popular instead of trying intermittent fasting, try meal
1: timing and meal spacing properly. Yes. This is another one I see a lot of. Um, and I think it kind of is similar with the keto in that people are afraid to overeat and they're afraid to be hungry. So they, they shorten their eating window. So it's like, oh, I, I won't get hungry, you know, because I'm only allowed to eat in these times. And I'm, you know, like I'll eat right before bed and, you know, that I'll never have to deal with, you know, that hunger or they think it's just like better. Yeah.
0: You're, the funny thing of intermittent fasting, when you go about in the approach of fat loss and portion control is all that ends up happening is you think about food all day long because you've restricted yourself. And it, I feel like it can also make you out of touch with your body and its hunger signals because, you know, there's two different types of people, people who would like literally need to eat all the time. And if they go three hours and they have a little grumble in their stomach, they fall apart, but there's other people that can last like, six to eight hours, maybe even longer after they wake up and they can just keep going. And then you become out of tune of like, oh, like the reason why I have a headache right now and the reason why I feel tired is because I'm hungry. And so they lose that intuitive nature.
1: Yeah, that was that was and still is me. So I can kind of speak to that. And I think you probably relate to is I used to just be able to not eat until one or two o'clock.
0: I can still
1: do it. I can but... still do it. I can still do it, but I choose not to because I, and this is on rest days, not training days. Like I get in like a workflow, right. And I could just work and work and not be hungry. Mm-hmm. But for me, at least, and I think that, you know, a lot of people don't realize that fasting is a stress on your body and women, like we're just more sensitive to stress than, you know, men are in a lot of cases. And you're already stressing your body with, you know, the gym and training hard and work and all these other things, it might just be like one more added stressor for you. Um, and then digestion's a big one too. Like I, uh, I would get a lot of like bloating issues. And part of that was because I was fasting and, um, different things like, you know, are related to that. Like you need stomach acid to have proper digestion and you need calories to start producing stomach acid. Mm-hmm. And For me, like by restricting like all morning just because I could and because it works for my work schedule, like I was contributing to my digestion issues. You're probably also drinking coffee, you know,
0: on an empty stomach.
1: And then you again you shorten your eating window, which is fine (laughs) some in some cases, but then maybe oh oh shit, I have 300 grams of carbs to hit and it's you only got six hours to do it. That's not good. Eight hours to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, this has been a hard one for me to break. I got to the point too where I could like fast until like two, three o'clock. And then I was just like, what am I doing? It's like, then I feel like I'm eating too much. And again, it just made me too food focused when I was doing that. So now I tried to um, eat earlier. I'm working on widening that window to give my body more time to digest and not just be smashing food all at once.
1: Yeah. And I train early. So it's been really helpful to like eat like before, you know, I lift and then like just starting my day, like, you know, on that kind of schedule. And I think that that's a big one um, that I always am trying to get clients, you know, to work on is eating like every three to four hours somewhere in that window, because it's going to be so much better for your blood sugar, your energy, like you Mm -hmm. said, the food focus. So leaving, leaving behind the, uh, intermittent meal scheduling in general and having more structure to your day. I think a lot of people, they feel like, oh, structure is bad, but no structure actually, it it leads to less anxiety long-term.
0: Yeah. And then you also can't like use your excuses. Like, um, I don't have the time to eat or I'm so busy. And it's like, no, like treat yourself like a kid, set your meal times and eat a meal. Um, if you know you're busy meal prep and then just have your meal by you. So I think that a lot of people will just use the excuses too, of why they can't eat breakfast or why they can't eat early in the day. No, I I do understand if you're a super early riser, like 4.00 AM and you get a workout in at six, but you still should be eating a little bit around that window.
1: Yeah. I always tell people like, you're telling me like, you can't do like a, you know, a drink with like. Hard powder or like eatery, like something like that. Like yeah, you're drinking water, um, you know, like, like half a banana, like, <laughs> yeah. Just it's still, it's one of those things, a lot of these things, I think it's going to come down to just trying a different way and being open to doing that.
0: Yeah, definitely. So the other one, instead of doing high intensity workouts, like kind of like plyometric circuits, try, resistance training
1: <laughs> yeah I think I think a lot of people know this now that like to build muscle you need to resistance training you need to train hard but mm-hmm. there's still like even just talking to people like I ran into someone at the gym yesterday and she was like yeah I just don't want to get bulky you know and I was like well it's actually really really hard. <laughs> yeah boogie like you're talking about
0: you still see the girl that's like insecure and like in the like dance room with a few weights and then I see her lifting and then doing her like high intensity plyos and stuff too and it's like I feel like a lot of it comes down to insecurity and not knowing how to resistance train um but know that there's a better way and like your workouts you don't need to dread them and like be beating yourself up a lot of these women I see are like beating themselves up with like high intensity and not resting and you still see these like hit boot camp classes that are going off I know even at like um more corporate style gyms you see these boot camp classes and they are filled with women so it is still going on and I just wish that instead of like boot camp they would just be like hey like let's resistance train and rest and talk about the muscles we're training
1: yeah. And it's like, there's, and I try to like, if that's like the only type of li- moving, like if most people listening to this podcast, like they're into like lifting weights, I'm assuming, but you know, for some people, like if that's the only way that you're going to move your body is like with it, with a boot camp.
0: It's better than nothing.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's better than nothing. And you know, just knowing, but you just need to understand that if you're going after a certain look or, you know, a certain body composition, you will need to train a certain way eventually to really, you know, get those results. Um, But I I think you made a good point in that women just don't know what to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like one, like hiring a coach or like when I first started, like, and I knew like I wanted to do things right. Like study some like YouTube videos, like look at form, like before you go to the gym, like instead of like scrolling on Pinterest or whatever, like look at like for some like good, you know, people like on YouTube, like Jeff Nippert has a lot of good one, good videos, um, Mm. RP strength. Um, there's a lot of good people on YouTube that have like good form videos that you can study and, and kind of learn. And then, you know, again, just being open to try something different when you go to the gym.
0: When I first started lifting, I spent a lot of my time on bodybuilding.com. It was free at the time where you could look at, like, they had the body laid out and you choose a muscle and like, it would show you a bunch of different exercises. I miss those days because now you have to pay for that. But I didn't
1: realize it was, I, cause I used to do some of the same things. Like I would look at some of the workouts, um, that like some of the people would do and, and kind of, you know, mimic that and that helped me get started. But I didn't realize you had to pay for it now.
0: Now it's like, it's only four bucks or something like that. And it's worth it, but they literally have everything that they covered. They covered, like, if you look up a bicep curl, they'll show you it with cables. They'll show you with a bar. They'll show you with dumbbells They'll show you variations of that. Like, it's great. So like really any exercise that you want to learn, and let's say you can't afford uh, an in-person personal trainer, then use those free resources. And instead of, again, instead of using the excuse of, I don't know how to do that know that you can learn how to do that. You just have to overcome that by either investing or taking that time to learn. Okay. Um, I guess reels are more popular, but I also put instead of doing your favorite influencers, swipe workouts or real workouts, try a program that is specific to you.
1: Yeah. Try just following one set program. I think if you want to use, like, again, like you we were saying, like, if you have no idea what you're doing, if you can't afford to hire a coach or it's not a, the right time, whatever, pick like your four real videos or four swipe workouts and stick with them. You know, like, and when I say four, I don't mean four different ones for a shoulder day, four different ones for a, a glute day, like build your split, like based off that and, and repeat it for not two weeks, not three weeks like three months and Mm -hmm. and and, you know work on progressing those lifts yeah I
0: mean I'm guilty of being the person that's made that kind of content but I also now when I make like workouts I'm more so I'm going through like the cues I'm using for myself and how my body moves versus like try this workout to get the butt of your dreams like I'm not gonna do that
1: (laughs) well and like I said like you can still look at people's workouts and get, because sometimes I'll see people's workout videos and I'm like, oh, like, or like they'll post a cue and I'm like, oh, that's a good cue either for myself or to use, you know, with a client. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you just like, I don't know, you get like some ideas and stuff like that that you can implement on your own, but you're not going to want to change your entire programming.
0: Yeah, you don't want to follow like, Jenny lifts a lot and then Susie squats and then like be changing your workouts all the time based on who you're scrolling past and be like oh I'm doing this one today oh I'm doing this one today and I know girls do that so you can't be doing that you need to have a structured plan look at them you know maybe create your own program again if you can't invest you're going to have to learn it's whichever one, you know, investing money saves time, but if you have the time, then learn how to create that program for yourself. Yeah. Um, instead of work harder, hustle harder, try resting more. I feel like this one's kind of funny.
1: Oh, so boring. I know, but it's true. I mean, this is something that I still am having to like drill into my own head. Like I, my coach, like last, like beginning of December, I switched to four days a week in the gym, like four days of lifting. And it's, it is hard, you know, because I, you know, came from, um, you know, doing like a different, you know, split, you know, at one point I was, you know, a couple of years ago, I was the six days a week girl, you know, scaled the five scaled, uh, two on one off. And now I'm four days a week and it's hard, but I made a post the other day that, you know, if you're if you don't need those rest days, you're not training hard enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to really resent rest days. And now I look forward to them because my body gets really tight and inflamed if I'm not resting. And I used to think that, oh, if I really want something, I just need to work harder and work harder. And there are people out there that have that very competitive, extreme mindset and they take things too far and then they burn out. <laughs> yeah, we're both like that. So I feel like for me too, when I was dealing with blind, like health issues, like that was a big wake up call for me that like, you can't do this forever and you need to chill out or else your body's going to make you chill out.
1: Yeah. Um, a hundred percent. I am. And I think this goes to kind of know, know what message is for you. I am someone that is very raw, raw, like hardcore in a lot of different ways like i will push myself and push myself without an inspirational message like i have like voices in my head that say suck it up buttercup work harder so for me i don't need to listen to the person that's saying you know no days off like no excuses get your butt off the couch Mm -hmm. i need to practice my version of discipline which is to like today for example not you know go try to get twenty thousand steps because I'm not you know doing I'm not resistance training like I need to use today to truly rest and then be ready to kick ass tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Definitely,
0: yeah. And it's kind of funny because I have a bunch of variety of different clients where like they need to hear like you need to work harder, you need to like commit right. more, and then and there others... are
1: people that are need that that do need that message.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then you get the others that I'm like, can you just like not walk more than this many steps a day.
1: Oh yeah. I get like, you know, messages like, so I know today's a rest day, but I'm actually feeling really good. So what do you think? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, (laughs) no change to to the plan. I think the other thing
0: too, is like, instead of just using exercise as therapy, use other sources to cope with emotions and, you know, like kind of like pour into other interests too because I've had clients too where they've like overused exercise and they're like it's my therapy it's my go-to and it's like well you need other go-to's as well and other hobbies outside of just lifting
1: yeah I mean because yes it is therapy for sure but it can't be your only therapy because again then you're going to be like running yourself into the ground
0: yeah so like cooking cleaning Um, reading books.
1: Cleaning is good for me.
0: Cleaning is good for me. I go through phases where I hate cleaning and then all of a sudden I'm like cleaning everything. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So instead of copying your favorite influencer's goal, maybe like competing or something like that, try setting a goal that is realistic for you.
1: Yeah, so leaving behind, like, the shoulds and the, oh, everyone that I follow lit who lifts also competes, so I need to compete, or, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like, everyone, eats, everyone eats egg white wraps, I need to eat egg white, like, <laughs> stuff like that, like, everyone's dieting for summer, I need to diet for summer.
0: Everyone's like, no. running this Spartan race. I need to do the race,
1: yeah, or like I can't it I can't just be at maintenance. I have to either be building or cutting or reversing because that's what everyone is always doing. It's like, no, you can just chill and and just live at maintenance. That's absolutely a goal to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think just, I mean, we see it all the time as coaches. People go, start a goal or they go after a goal. And maybe they don't have a deep enough why, or it's just truly not a goal that's aligned to their lifestyle, their values. And then they eventually crash and burn. And it's sad to see because you didn't fail. You just, you don't want this. And it's not even, it's not a bad thing when I say that. Maybe I'm using the wrong like verbiage here, but. I think people don't realize sometimes
0: that they don't want something until they get into it. And then they feel yeah. like they failed because they look at this person that they look up to and they think, let's just do the competing. Cause we have a lot of competitors here. You might look at someone competing on stage and think, I want to do that. They look so amazing. They look like they're having fun. And then you're 12 weeks into your prep and you're not having fun and you're not enjoying it. And you don't want to pose and you don't want to like watch people like at shows and get into the industry. It's like, just because they love it doesn't mean you have to love it. And You can try things and if it doesn't work for you, you have to have that awareness.
1: And you can love some aspects of it and leave the rest. So like using the competing example, you can love training. You can love meal prepping. You can love like having a routine, but that doesn't mean that you have to love show day or you have to love going so far as competing. It's it's okay. (laughs) There's so many
0: like regular people that Like regulars, what I mean by like showing up consistently, people at the gym I go to that literally have great physiques and they could compete, but they have no desire to compete. They just love fitness, and I have a lot of respect for that because they don't need this like end goal to reach for. They're just like doing it every day because feel good,
1: and they don't need the Instagram
0: plout. No, there's this like sixty-one year old guy that like looks incredible, and he like doesn't even really know what Instagram is. I'm like. God, he would be such a good influencer to be honest, because he has the best words of wisdom, but like, he just loves lifting and he likes to challenge himself.
1: Yeah. And I think if you're in bodybuilding for the right reasons, that's kind of what your mindset is, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Cause
0: I, even if Instagram wasn't here, that's a good thing to ask yourself. If Instagram wasn't here, would I still want this goal? Like, are yeah. you doing it for internal validation or something like that or external? Um, okay, instead of setting a timeline on your goal, focus on perfecting the present.
1: Yeah, I think this is something that I get caught up in still even every so often is like a timeline, like having a timeline, like I want to do this this month or this year. And this is how I want my body to respond in each and every phase. And it just doesn't always work that way. And you don't know how it's going to be six months from now. Um, and with clients, you know, I'm always encouraging them to to focus on the present because I mean, that's how you get anxious, right. Is worrying about the future is, Mm -hmm. is just always, you're never, you're never fully here. Um, the other thing I see a lot is people in like a building phase or like a reverse diet. And it's like, oh, when's the timeline to cut coach? Or like, when can I cut? It's like, you're you're not going to make progress here truly because you have one foot in a diet or in a cut and your mind is not fully here and you're not going to be able to then put in the work that's necessary in this phase.
0: Mm -hmm. You become a little bit disconnected and then you also won't enjoy the process as much because you're wanting to be there instead of where you're at um it almost makes me think of I know a lot of people are getting married this year but like it's almost like the girl that's in a a really good relationship and she just like she wants to be married and all she can think about is getting married getting married getting married and it's like okay that day comes and it's over and then they're sad because the wedding day is over when they could have spent a lot of that time wanting to get married just like being present in that relationship and enjoying the phases and that growth that they're doing together. So I think the similar thing with like the, like, let's say you're a competitor that just went into improvement season, like dreaming of your next time stepping on stage, isn't going to be super helpful for you. I think it's great to think about, I want to beat the previous version of myself. But if you're just like looking at all these competitions happening every single weekend, which they're about to start up again, you're going to be having a lot of like FOMO and feel bad.
1: Yeah. And it's like, why do
0: that to yourself? Yeah. There's no point. Um, any other things you wanted to add?
1: No, I think just if I could give like an overarching thing, it would be like, leave behind the comparison, leave behind the shoulds, get aligned mm-hmm. with your goals mm-hmm. and, and be present in those.
0: Yeah. And everybody's going to have different goals, different things that are important to them. And that is okay. And just got to like, respect that. I got plenty of people where I am friends with them and they have goals of running marathons or, you know, doing like those, um, I can't even think of them, the Spartan races and things like that. Like, I really
1: want to do one this year. <laughs> I am that friend. I'm the friend.
0: <laughs> I don't. I'll be on the side drinking.
1: <laughs> okay. Nicole will cheer for me. Um, maybe Jake will do it. We'll have to find Jake some. Jake would
0: definitely do that. I could see
1: him doing that. Yeah. I've been, actually, it's funny because I just had to mute my email like a little while ago. Um, but the email that popped up was from Spartan Race. for <laughs> like $89 special for i so, i don't
0: know i think i would start crying
1: I don't, no offense i don't know if you could do it
0: i would probably just get pissed <laughs> off and then just be like i'm over this and then like walk off the side and like join everyone else
1: yeah i'm like just wondering how like how or if i would need to like train for it
0: i don't know you have to go to one of those some, like, friends, ninja like, warrior some- gyms yeah
1: yeah i'll have to like that's what i'll have to do i'll have to start following their swipe workouts i'm just kidding disregard everyone but that's going to be probably something i do this year
0: i was almost going to talk about workout fashion and but i like them both and i was going to say instead of wearing matching sets all the time try wearing a baggy t-shirt and shorts
1: god I like I don't really like the matching set for me like I feel too monochrome
0: I like it I also like the t-shirt because then it's like I feel like once I get a pump then sometimes I take it off or sometimes I just leave it on and it's like what's underneath there
1: (laughs) oh wow wild I just like I like the baggy t-shirts and I like the short shorts and then with the matching set stuff I just don't match them so like I buy like the it's like a matching set is like the collection but I'm buying this color top and these leggings and matching I don't think
0: I've ever seen you wear a matching it. set now that you say that yeah so at least now I know if I ever want to buy you something mix Not match it set. All right. Well, I guess that's going to conclude today's episode. I hope that some aspects were helpful for you guys. Maybe some of the things that we mentioned can resonate with you. And um, I guess we'll see you in a future episode.